0: This is Among the Stacks, produced by the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. The podcast where you learn what we're reading and recommending and the library news. Welcome to Among the Stacks. This is Miss Amanda. And I'm Miss Chelsea. And we are here to talk about library happenings and what we're reading. And thank goodness summer reading is over. It was a wonderful time. Um, but lots of participation this year, so much. And I think even Sheila yesterday said, she was, oh, I'm so glad we don't have programs for a few weeks. Um, yeah. cause it's just a lot and our bodies I'm are tired. tired. Yeah. Uh, but we had a really good summer reading program. I'm really tickled with all the, all the participation. Um, How many did you have this year? I had 518 register. So that was crazy. Um, but we, to actually complete the program, I had about 220, which I'm very happy with. That's still good.
1: That's the, like a 50%.
0: Yeah. In the past, I think we might've had right around 100 last year turning reading logs. And even in the years previous, pre-COVID, the numbers were not this high. So very Everyone's pleased. excited. Oh yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of good performers. Um, I think our biggest, um, like, praise event was like having the boys and girls club come and the core. You know, they partnered with us this year and both of those organizations brought us so many kids. Um, oh, yeah. So I think really working with them and then working with us, it made our numbers really great. And the ones that turned in reading logs, they got rewarded with some, um, local gift cards so if they like sweet treats and pizza I think everybody was really happy um and I know you had a good summer reading as well Chelsea I did I had like 60
1: people maybe a little more than that but like around 60 people register this year which is a little more than (laughs) I normally get but my completion was like crazy good this year Uh we had um 22 people complete. So I had about a 35, 40% completion. And I was like so thrilled because I think last year I had one person turn in a bingo card. (laughs) (laughs) So this year I was so happy. And they've been rewarded with a gas gift card to Shell. And they all seem tickled to have that, which, I mean, everybody's been hurting at the gas station. so. Well, I heard about your little mix-up the other day. Well, it wasn't a (laughs) mix-up, but it was just a... Oops, I guess we couldn't find any gift cards for the amount that we intended, but um, there was wiggle room in the budget, so we got everyone a good gift
0: card. I think they were all very excited. I mean, everybody I've handed a gift card to that's come to pick it up, they've been like, Wow, that's a great gift!
1: Yeah, but um, I mean, it got them reading, like, everyone read more than just a bingo. There's very like, there were squares more squares field than just their straight bingo. Yeah. So it got everybody reading, which is the goal. And I'm just tickled with that. Good. So. happy all around
0: and I think Delonda even had really good numbers this year because again
1: she partnered with um,
0: the Boys Boys and Girls Girls Club Club.
1: yeah teens are a
0: hard I think we've talked about that teens are just a hard group to reach um so having those you
1: remember what it's like to be a teen I was a terrible teenager
0: (laughs) I was I'm like I, I look back on me as an adolescent and I'm like my poor mama like I put her through so much um so I you know I'm still I think paying do's of all that time, I was awful to her. But Uh-oh. most teenagers are. I mean, just... well, I don't
1: think I was bad, but I just didn't want to. Like, who wants to go do stuff? You know, yeah, we're just kind of chill. But yeah. I'm glad they came, and they seem to have enjoyed all those stuff that she's had planned. And huh.
0: so, and I know Mariah did a lot of programs with her this year, <clears throat> with the paint and the um, mm-hmm. the sand art. So I think everybody had a good yeah. time.
1: Yeah. Good, always good stuff here at the library. So much,
0: so much <laughs> and we've got more stuff. stuff coming. August is kind of like our let's breathe and re, you know, reset, reset. Um, yeah, but we're still doing stuff, so just not as, um, I guess, organized from week to week. But we do have some things going on. I know you've got a really fun macrame class for adults yes, next week. That was requested by
1: a patron, so we're we're trying it out. We're gonna do a macrame. Uh, Candle holder, so you mm-hmm. get a, a mason jar and we'll macrame a decorative piece to go around that so you can put a candle in and be uh, hobo chic with that. It. It's a really popular so, thing right now, yeah. So stop by and register for that. That's uh Wednesday, the 10th, I think. Okay, awesome, uh, Miss Jamie's gonna be leading that, okay. and then you're getting ready to start your
0: scheduling your programs, yes. but that for September, yes. but um. I do have a big kindergarten readiness event for the first Friday tomorrow night, which is Friday, August the 5th, Um, so those who might listen to this later just know that we're still doing stuff all the time, but this is kind of our last big hoorah for back to school stuff for those who may be going to kindergarten this fall, which is, you know, next week. I can't believe school's already starting. Um, So we're just going to have some fun activities for the parents and even for kids who may be starting school next year this would be a good event to come to just to kind of get the parents some ideas on things they need to be working with at home um, to get them prepared for the classroom. Lots of giveaways, activities and games and I think we're even going to try to sign the parents up um, for a weekly newsletter and even a monthly activity. So if they sign up on this newsletter that we're going to create, we are going to send them weekly and monthly little bits of information and advice and activities for them to do at home with their kids. So I'm looking forward yeah. to that.
1: That sounds awesome. Yeah,
0: and, and I'm also, so we are going to start regular programs for pre-K story hours and for homeschool enrichment next month in September but I know we've had a lot of people asking about our toddler time activities and that's for our two to four year olds. And we do want to have them back in the library. Um, But since we haven't had it, and you know, since 2019, I want to make sure that I'm crazy, I know, (laughs) and those toddlers that I was working with then, you know, they're already like in second grade, so it's just crazy. (laughs) I cannot believe how fast time goes by. It's crazy. But um, we're going to send out a poll. It'll be on our Facebook page either today or tomorrow, the 4th or the 5th. it will be out soon. Um, But it's going to gauge interest with our public, our community members to see when they would rather have a toddler time because I know me being a new mom, um, kids have you know nap nap times and they need that rest as well as the parents needing that time to be able to get rest themselves or get something done. So we're either going to have it on a Wednesday at 10 o'clock or a Thursday at 1 o'clock. So watch out for that poll on our Facebook page. All you will have to do is click the link uh, put your suggestion on there, and then we will tally those results. And I guess the one that has the most votes will be the one that we will choose for our programming date. But that should be out soon.
1: Good. Yeah. We had someone call yesterday, so I'm sure they'll be happy to
0: know what's going mm-hmm. on with that. So. Well, I actually had a message yesterday, too, so I think there is an interest in that in that group. And I love toddler time. Those kids are so fun and you know, to be a kid, you don't—they don't want a whole lot. They just want some attention and to be read mm-hmm. to, and to be—you know—be silly with. So, I'm looking forward to seeing that age group again here at the library. Yeah, that'll be good. Awesome. Lots to look forward to. Lots to look forward to. I know Mariah; she's starting her adult story hour back this month. Um, mm-hmm. So that'll be the last Tuesday of the month. We've got book clubs coming up later in the month. And I know Delonda's Teen Book Club starts again at the end of this month. So we're busy, busy still, even though it is our slow time, I guess you could say. All right, Chelsea, I'll let you kick us off with what we're reading. What have you been reading lately? Okay, so
1: I am a big lover of books set on islands and apparently i have recently read books on both sides of the atlantic ocean so we're going to give you (laughs) all the island which side is better you would want (laughs) so um the first one that i read is set on my favorite type of island which is a remote irish island that's what the kind of books i love to read Uh um it was called uh one night on the island by josie silver and um the whole premise of it is um, the main character, Cleo, is kind of like Carrie Bradshaw on Sex in the City. Like, she mm-hmm. writes a column about dating and stuff, and she's trying to find her flamingo. But um, she's turning 30, and her um, her editor or whatever is like, you're going to go and marry yourself on this remote island and commit yourself to yourself. And she's like, "Oh." Ah. <laughs> okay a little strange it's a little strange <clears throat> so she goes to this remote island there's like a hundred people on this island and when she gets to her cabin there's already someone there mm-hmm. a man who is uh, his name's mac and he's a photographer from america and they end up having to share this tiny one room cabin together for like weeks and they kind of have an enemies-to-lover romance there, but it's also a lot about her um, kind of loving herself, mm-hmm. and she does end up marrying herself—not <laughs> like legally, but you know, like a commitment to yourself yeah. to like always put uh, your needs first and take yeah. care of yourself and all that. <clears throat> but and he kind of struggles; he's going through a separation with his wife mm-hmm. and struggling with the new definitions that he's gonna have to define his life by now but yeah. it was a really good book I really enjoyed it well good um, I mean you really
0: can't you know love people the way that they need to be loved unless you're taking care of yourself first yeah. you know I think that's really important and gosh I know I need like a weekend away <laughs> <laughs> you need one night on the island I mean- one night on the island. Yeah, um, I mean, lovely. I, yeah. I really, I would go to the island. Yeah, just one <laughs> night, just one night away would be nice. Yes. Not that I don't love and adore my family and my and I you know, I love the library, but you just need a break, and I haven't had a break in a while. Um, so, Chelsea, whenever you want to go hiking again, we're just gonna go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. <laughs> um, one that I have read. Um, it's a historical fiction book, and. I know in the like the last couple years I've really been on that true crime murder mystery trend Uh, but I needed a break and I really forgot how much I love historical fiction and that's what I used to read all the time especially in you know right after college and stuff but so Diane I, Vernon, who used to work here, know, she used to really keep us in, in line. Like You need to be reading these good yeah. books. And this is yeah. one that I think Diane would love. It's called Booth uh, by Karen Joy Fowler. And it's a parallel story between the John Wilkes Booth family and Abraham Lincoln. And if you know your history, you know, you know the demise of a president due to John Wilkes' hands um, at the theater. But it's not solely about John Wilkes and The author, Karen Joy Fowler, she really made a point in the author's note to tell that she did not want the attention to be on John Wilkes Booth. Um, She didn't like the man. I mean, you know, I think a lot of us can say the same. He just wasn't a decent person. Uh, But he came from a family that was just very broken. And so if you can put those pieces together and see all the troubles that the family did have, it kind of gives some explanation over the crazed mind that he had, because it was kind of ingrained in him. Um, well, I mean,
1: that kind of goes back to your uh, kind of obsession with true crime. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to give the criminal any credit, but it is a fascinating story. Right. It is like, how did they get to this point? How yeah. did they uh, come to this crime and all yeah. that jazz? So
0: there like is, I, yeah, I wasn't, was I wasn't aware, I wasn't aware that his family, especially his father and even one or two of his brothers, but they were very big into the theater. Um, yeah, his, he was like a big actor, A huge right? actor, yeah. His name was Junius, and he was the breadwinner for the family, of course, um, him and his wife. They had ten children together. Um, several of them did pass away, and that was just the signs of the times back then. Yeah. Um but they were really very secretive. Um, they had a big cabin in the middle of the woods in Baltimore and that was the only thing that kind of got me onto this book is because of the whole Baltimore, Maryland thing. Your connections? My thing. connections to Baltimore, <laughs> Maryland. Um, anyway, that's another story. I think I've already discussed it. But um, So they had this little secret little place and their family, you know, the mom and the kids, you know, they were of course taking care of the home while the dad was all across the country acting especially in Shakespearean uh, roles Um, and there was one part where one of their daughters had passed and he had heard about it through a telegram and he came still dressed in all of his actor gear um, you know to be there for the passing of his daughter and it was tragic and um, the things that he was trying to do to bring her back when you know that's impossible and it was just very sad and troubling Um, Mm -hmm. but there was love there, there was love there too and the mother and her, I think the the dad passed away pretty early on but the mother of course loved her babies, you know she loved their faults and she loved their victories but at the end of the day even when they made poor decisions they were her kids and she loved them and so you, you kind of have compassion towards that. You know, yeah. yes, John Wilkes murdered the president, but that doesn't mean that his whole family was were awful. I mean, they were just regular human beings like you and I. And um, so you do see, you know... You just feel sorry for them in a way because they're being uh, ridiculed for the actions that he's done when it wasn't necessarily anything that they had to do with. Yeah, he got ingrained in a um, different society where you know it's just the whole slavery issue and how important that was to the South versus the North, and because the North wasn't you know siding with the South on different um, debates. They wanted action and they took, you know, poor action and in, in, in cause of that. But it was a great story. I really enjoyed it. And you even get some glimpses, not so much of the Lincoln side, but you do get glimpses of Lincoln's, you know, marriage to Mary Todd and their children and how their marriage just wasn't great. You know, it wasn't like. This romanticized version that sometimes we make up in our minds. It wasn't all the time perfect. And well, that's, that's real just life. history for you too. Yeah. I was say, and that's it's just not real all... life. Yeah. So I really enjoyed it. Um, if you want something really deep, it was a big book. It was over 400 pages. Um, I listened to it on audiobook and I read it at night. Uh, but it's Booth by Karen Joy Fowler. It's real meaty. Um, you're going to, you know, not everything, of course, is factual because it is based on, it is a historical fiction, but it's based on real events. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Well, if
1: you want a break from the meaty, here's another <laughs> suggestion. Is it <that> another <laughs> you ocean? Love. Is it another, another island <laughs> read? Um, was The Invisible Husband of Frick Island by Colleen Oakley. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been eyeing this book for forever. I never got around to reading it, but I finally picked it up and read it. And um, it's very interesting. So it starts out, there's this reporter named Anders, and he's going to the island to report on their um, local cakewalk fundraiser, Mm -hmm. like a fluff piece. He's just like, get me in, get me out. I don't want to be here. But When he goes there, he kind of discovers the island has this weird quirk in that this local girl named Piper was married to a man named Tom, and he recently died in a boating accident, but she thinks that Tom is still around, and she goes about life as if he's there, and the whole town goes along with it they all she walks around and everyone waves to tom and they go to church together and (laughs) they just carry on and as a reporter he finds this fascinating so he starts to like investigate this and do a podcast about it so he has like no followers on his podcast he's just kind of doing it for himself yeah but it suddenly becomes like an overnight sensation like everyone's like what is going on on this island? But it's so remote, like they don't know that he's doing a podcast. They think he's reporting on climate change because their island is like facing destruction. So um, in the end, he kind of has to reckon with them finding out and his budding feelings for Piper. And she also has some secrets of her own. And it was just kind of like, it had a little bit of a twist in there that I didn't see coming, but it was also romance, but I I really liked it. It was an interesting story. I just want to know if
0: Tom is around for real. Well, there's times where I'm like, Is he is he dead? <laughs> is he alive? Is he but that's that's your... interesting that the that the town just went along with it.
1: All of your answers or all of your questions will be answered by the end of the book, by the end of the but book. it was it was like, what is going on? Very Truman account? Show. It kind of yeah. sounds like a
0: Truman Show. Sometimes it also I does... worry that I'm in the Truman Show. Like the... I do too. <laughs> I'm like, is all of this just made up? And I'm just the, the lone character who has no idea what's going on. Is everyone watching me? Like yeah. I think of that sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, are these news? <laughs> is this news real? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That sounds fun. I love But
1: in both of those books, the other thing I really like about these types of books is just the community. I love yeah. how like they're small towns and they all like have such unique characters mm-hmm. in the community and um I guess being from a small town, you know, you have those same yeah. characters and I can relate to that and that's kind of a thing I love about those books. Yeah. But it was good. Another awesome. good recommendation. If you need some fluff, if you need a break from Booth, you can come and read.
0: Booth was good, man. (laughs) But I do, I mean, I think it's good to have, you know, something meaty and then something like a a palate cleanser, you know, to kind of break it up a little bit. Because sometimes you can get absorbed into so much and then you're just down all the time. Or you're just like, my head hurts from thinking too much. So fluff is great for the brain. I agree with that. So my last one is not fluff um but it was great. Um it was called Atlas of the Heart by Brené Brown and mm-hmm. Sheila had mentioned to me that it was a what do you call it when they redo a book? They um like it had been published before a republication. a republication. Yeah, I didn't realize that, but it was wonderful. Uh, Brené Brown, she it's just wonderful. We did a training back in the spring um just about workplace environments and stuff, but she does a lot of different training things. And this was a guide on how to deal with different things that can be confused on how, if whether it's a heart work or a head work. You know, if you're following things due to feeling or are you really analyzing and think about things as they're taking place. Um, so is it like a guide on how to handle situations? A guide on how to handle situations based on the actual emotion that's going on. So, mm-hmm. are you angry? Um, are you hurt? Um, and then you have to analyze what has caused you to be angry, or what's what is hurting you, and you're and you're going to you know tackle that in a you know thinking through it logically instead of it being. Force emotional emotion yeah because uh-huh. sometimes emotions just get you in trouble um, uh, yeah. you know so i mean i can vouch for that in my own life but it was really about being vulnerable to your feelings and realizing that it's okay to have those feelings but how can we react in a healthy way not just for ourselves but for the ones around us too Yeah. Um, And one of the quotes is a little bit long, but it says, In a world where perfectionism, pleasing, and proving are used as armor to protect our egos and our feelings, it takes a lot of courage to show up and be all in when we can't control the outcome. So that's pretty deep. And then it Mm -hmm. says, It also takes discipline and self awareness to understand what to share and with whom. Vulnerability is not oversharing, it's sharing with people who have earned the right to hear our stories and our experiences. Uh, it's not a weakness. It's our greatest measure of courage. So it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to have, you know, that weakness. It's not a weak thing if we can, you know, go about it in a positive way. Um, so I liked it. It was I've not read a non-fiction book that was kind of like a, a self-help kind of thing, but it really made me think about my own situations in life and how I can just be a better person for myself that can portray then to other people that I'm working yeah. in and that I'm a with on from a day to day basis? It was good. I liked it. Brene Brown, like something we could all
1: use. <laughs>
0: everybody could use, you know, a little bit of. I mean, you know, everybody. And it's okay. I mean, it's okay to find your weaknesses. And I think just realizing that we are weak in different areas of our of our lives. You know, yeah, it's okay yeah I'm I'm like the weakest (laughs) especially now I'm just tired all the time but I had the worst headache the other day I'm like I think it's either lack of caffeine or I've not been sleeping I don't know what it is but (laughs) maybe both maybe both (laughs) both. yeah (laughs) but yeah that's what we've been reading and we got lots going on at the library do you have anything else to share Chelsea before we go I think that is all I've got so far awesome Well, we've enjoyed talking to you about all the things going on. This has been a good discussion. It has. I like your fluff and I hope you like mine. (laughs) I did. I did. It was good. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, we will talk to you soon. And until next time, we will see you Among Among the the Stacks. Stacks. Goodbye. You've been listening to Among the Stacks a podcast produced by the staff of the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you among the stacks.